three, two, one. Happy New Year. Yeah, this is our first episode yeah. back Y'all in the New heard Year. Y'all have us in a year. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to be funny guy. Uh, it's funny guy. Funny yeah. Guy. Well, hey, New Year. Hey, I hope everyone's enjoyed the New Year. The you know, like, couple days of it, you know? couple days of it. Sucks that it wasn't as lit as other New Year's. Like, I just think of, like, New Year's, it just gets super rowdy. Like, everyone's just like, well, you know, last year was good, and then... <laughs> Let's do it bigger better, and better. Bigger and better. Like, bigger yeah. and better, always going into the New Year. Mm-hmm. I know 2020 wasn't the best, but still, you know, I think you got you to gotta take some time to find the positives. In the, in it's the true. Year. Yes. Or in the, in the previous year. In the previous yes. year, 2020. 2020. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. welcome back to the Entitled mm-hmm. Podcast yes. <laughs> <laughs> with Kelsey Matiri and Omari Fraser. We're back in the new year, though. Now, let's touch on the new year. Yes. So 2020 was actually, you know, it wasn't like the greatest, like, you know, globally, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I had a lot of positives that I reflected on. I know you have. Yeah, I have some really good positives. Oh, definitely. When I relook at my plan of how 2020 was was supposed to go checked off the physical um checked off part of the financial right little little up and down there yeah but covid you know covid covid allowing um opportunities came up uh relationships that was the one that i got checked off uh what else i know with our guest we had today i think earlier that year i actually did some goal setting with him and and uh I, I wish I kept that list when uh, let, I, I won't get into too much. We'll, okay, we'll, okay. We'll see, then I'll touch back <laughs> on that. But a lot from with that to then my overall plan, like it was a good year. Like yeah, I mean, like I know for the world wasn't the best, but um, you know what? It's a new year, and we're about to prime you guys up to take over here for 2021. It's true though. 2021 is going to be a big year. Big year for me. Big year for you. Big year for us. Big year for you listening. All the entitled podcast listeners understand it's going to be a big year. It's going to be a big year. Tell yourself (laughs) right now where you're from the car, the shower, if you're vacuuming, mopping, you're doing something, you're working. Tell yourself it's going to be a big year. You could be mopping the floor, dance party. Yeah, mop it up. But I guess you're not having a dance party because you're listening to the podcast. So anyways. (laughs) Drop some beat. I, I can't beatbox, but I'll insert beats here. (laughs) <laughs> for 10 seconds <laughs> <laughs> dance party well let's get into our guest because <clears throat> let's just jump right in let's just jump right in let's do it let's do it uh, i'm gonna do the introduction yes you are you have the paper i have the paper and i'm definitely stoked to bring our guest on this is someone who i've met uh with my time when i was part-time at Louis for the winter right and this is something where like you know, when you get to a new place, you're like, all right, a little nervous, you know, trying to meet the lay land. But when you see a fellow brother across, across the room, you're like, all right, I know we didn't get along. Because our first introduction was the black guy nod. What's like, up? And I was like, all right, no, let me, let me finish. He's laughing. And then I'll come back and, like, do my first introduction with this guy. And um, it's been really cool to get to know him over the short times we've had, short times we've had to get to know each other. But... It's always been quality time, quality conversation, always out looking for the future. And Love that. with the stuff that he's got going on and um, aspirations and 
the areas where he's growing mm-hmm. definitely feels valuable for everyone to hear to listen and you know it's always uplifting to have conversations with him every time so with that being said <clears throat> from born in ghana half his time here in canada and Kuwait as well. He went to New English school out there in Kuwait. <laughs> this is quite the intro. I love it. <laughs> Yanukwa Kambambian. Kambian. Kambian. I, I, keep, I, I keep the last name. <laughs> it's ah, right. close. But we got otherwise known as Nuke. Everyone knows who's Nuke. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Antile Podcast. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Here. Welcome, welcome. Feels good to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. You know, thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for coming. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You know, to both of you. Thank you. Thank, oh, thank you. you. <laughs> this man is the elixir of youth. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too uh, good. It's too good. <laughs> We're killing ourselves over. You know, we our thing we do is like. Yeah, we'll kind of forever because around the time we worked, Black Panther came out and that movie hits. Movie hits, and that was definitely. I think um, when I when I see wearing the hat king and everything you do, I'm like, this man has the Black Panther. This guy is from. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm just trying, using uh, Chadwick as a as a point of reference. So. Yeah, That's absolutely. We'll we'll dive, dive back into the Panther stuff, but let's let's hear let's hear about you. Let's hear about the story of New because just already from the intro, like born in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Canada, Kuwait. Yep. Definitely got some time, time experience on that and moving from different countries. Mm-hmm. All right. Because where's Kuwait? Is that? That'd be in between. It's so Kuwait sandwiched between Saudi Arabia and Iraq in the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I was going to say that's the Middle East there. So definitely well diverse in your travels around the world and like how did where all start? Where all start? Like Ghana. Mm. When did you guys? When did you guys move to Canada? Mm. You and the family. So that would have been like literally like eighty seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's when that's when it started back in the day yeah back in the day so don't don't do the math but um anyway yeah so mom and dad uh from ghana to edmonton my dad was doing his uh research for his master's mm-hmm. in neuroscience and pharmacology oh, and nice. um yeah and then um from Edmonton, went to San Francisco for two years he finished his phd there and then came to calgary was doing research up at foothills and then an opportunity opened up in the middle east and so he moved us all to kuwait and the rest is history that's where went did grade five until i graduated and then after that i came back to canada and did post-secondary so is your family still over there or are they here now no so mom and dad retired in november from kuwait and now they're back in ghana okay and my sister my younger sister uh she happens to live in ghana working remotely for uh, an ngo so, yeah. that's really cool yeah families all over the <laughs> all, all over the place and um that's really cool to group in africa yeah come to north america mm-hmm. and some time over in middle eastern yeah that's quite that's quite diverse for growing up 100 percent. would you say like seeing different cultures exactly dude um i'm so grateful for my worldview and perspective because it really helped me to have compassion and empathy for other other people mm-hmm. right and I have nothing but love and respect for the Middle East. You know, there are so many times uh, growing up after leaving Kuwait where I'd message something would be going down in the Middle East on the news. And I'd message my dad and be like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, it's all good, man. I'm walking to work or whatever. And it's just like, man, like it, it just goes to show sometimes the news. You can't take the news for, as fact. 
Case yep, in point, definitely. What, case of what we're going through right now, right? Mm-hmm. However, it was it was just interesting because I could I could talk to my dad on the ground. I could talk to other friends that were scattered all over the Middle East, Lebanon, uh, Dubai. You know what I mean? And be like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, yo, like it's chill here. And it's just like, man, okay, it's like what's being portrayed on the news, right? Like, is it fear based? Do they have an agenda? So anyway, I don't want to get into the like the political side, but. Needless to say, having such a worldview has just given me grace and compassion for, uh, for, for anybody that is different from me, you know, already having a different skin tone. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's yeah. like a, a cool perspective, though. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially see that at a young age, 100%. instead of, you know, like graduating high school and going and traveling. Right. Exactly. So different. Totally. And, and you know, and, it's, and it and it forced me from a young age to learn how to make friends you know what i mean being moved around a lot and i remember being younger and going to my dad and being like like you're ruining this family because it because it just felt like we're moving again you know but i look back now and i'm like man he was doing the best that he knew how you know what i mean and i look back now and i'm like yo like dude every decision you made was calculated and was and was one to further your career your experience and to make sure that this family was taken care of and you gave us the best childhood like i have nothing but love and respect for what my dad did and the opportunity and the blessings that he gave us so you're absolutely right to have that at such a young age i have so many uh what's the word experiences and tools on my tool belt when it comes to having a conversation with people meeting people where they're at having compassion having grace right so Mm -hmm. you don't get that with and nothing against anybody being born and raised in North America, but you don't get that when you when you live in one spot from you know from K to twelve. Yeah, you don't see the world. Right? Absolutely. <clears throat> My girlfriend has um, a view view similar to that where she want like when we talk about the future and the family mm-hmm. and being able to. She says like I don't think I want to raise a family here in North America. She mm-hmm. wants them to be culture where they can do stuff where they go to Africa, Middle East, Europe, Asia. Yeah. Exactly. All over to gain that perspective because it is definitely eye opening. Mm-hmm. I like to say I got a bit, a bit of that with the traveling where my parents, yes, you know, born in England, raised here, mm-hmm. but every summer would be like, hey, we're going to England, mm-hmm. Trinidad, Barbados. Mm-hmm. So I got to see that and definitely understand, like, yes, come from North America, but it's not the be all end all. They get to understand other areas and cultures and lifestyles. Exactly. And I love that you said that. And that's definitely something that I think a lot of people are, are missing when it comes to the compassionate side of humanity. Because when you travel and see the world and you see that, you know, not everybody has a standard of living that is like most of us have here in Calgary, Alberta. Mm-hmm. We're very fortunate, you know, and some people are worried about the, where their next meal is coming from. Right. And when you go and travel the world, I truly feel that is how you become more compassionate. And I'm sure there are multiple ways, in my experience, in my humble opinion, that is how I've gained my empathy for the world, is, is, is from being in Thailand and being in Singapore, <clears throat> excuse me, being in the Middle East, being in, in Africa and Ghana, and seeing that, you know, like my cousins and relatives don't have the similar blessings that we have, you know? And so when you go back home, you're like, okay, like I'm grateful for this meal. I'm grateful for the clothes on my back. I'm grateful for the worldview and perspective that I have. so I like that too, because it, it it gives you an opportunity to reflect on like, especially like material 
items is I feel like um, w- when you grow up and you're not used to like having experiences like that, a lot of it is like, oh, I want to be cool. Like I want the coolest stuff. I want a new car when I turn 16. Mm-hmm. Like I want the cool clothes, the expensive shoes, the, you know, whatever. But then you're put in a position where you can see like how how different things are. And you're like, man, none of that even matters. 100%. Because it doesn't. 100%. And we're all just caught up in the materialism and consumerism and what it means to be in the West. Yeah. Girl, word for word. I completely agree with that. That's the beauty mm-hmm. of travel. That's the beauty of seeing someone else's perspective, right? And in and, and my humble opinion, enough of us aren't doing that. Hence why our world looks the way that it looks. In my humble opinion. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. With <clears throat> so let's say let's say you were to start a course on like uh, compassion, mm. you know, level one hundred one, two hundred one, World Series. Wow. You know, <laughs> you, you take you're taking someone where let's say you got a grade eight grade. Let's go grade five class, and okay. you get to travel the world with them, and you know they mm. get to bring along a parent, and you're like, hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna mm. travel, mm. and we're gonna see other other cultures perspectives lifestyles yeah. Yeah. and and all that what would you say would be either if you want to say top three top five yeah. or if you have like a list of places where you're like no we're checking this place out to see this yeah we're going to go to one area because we, we want to understand the the roots of this area what would you recommend okay so grade five any grade any grade okay any grade okay perfect just someone there but yeah someone who's never experienced like literally anything okay perfect okay Mm -hmm. awesome great i got it so what i would say is one i would ideally i would say someone who's in that like 16 17 18 range Mm -hmm. because because in one sense they're slowly walking into adulthood and responsibility in the west quote unquote right And so the worldview is getting enhanced and they're realizing that it's not just me. Because I feel like unless you come from a household that is communicating that the world is not around you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that there's, there's bigger things happening here. I think for a lot of kids, sometimes they can have like this, maybe helicopter parents who are just thinking it's all about them. Versus when you're a little bit older, like I said, 16, 17, 18, you're realizing the world doesn't revolve around you. So with that in place, I would ask that child, like, hey, like, what are you curious about outside of what you know? And then based on that, fine, let's go experience it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And because then, because then it's like you're probing into that kid's curiosity. That's what I, like, that's what I would do. You know, like, it wouldn't be like, I want to take you where I want to go. Because then maybe there's no interest there. But if you can find where a kid's interest, and for that matter, anybody's interest is, then that's where the passion is. That's where that, like, inner motivation comes from. That's where that like relentless pursuit of knowledge kicks in. You see what I'm saying? And if you can tap into that, after that, I don't need to be there. I'm just the facilitator. Hey, like, let's go experience. <laughs> you see what I'm yep. saying? Yeah. And that's what, yeah. and that, like that's what I would want for anybody. Like, let's get you, let's get you there. Cause then once you're there, and like I'm not trying to be like selfish or cocky or or um say like I don't care, but like if I can get you to that place, to that threshold, man, like you'll motivate yourself. I don't need to be there. You'll be the one like, hey, like, let's go. Like, what are we doing? What's next? As opposed to me having to drag you to get excited yep. about doing something. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even know if I answered your question. Oh my. <laughs> no, but it's... That answered it. I like that. 
Yeah, and it's interesting too because actually in um, episode 14 with Janae, actually, she said something sort of similar, um, but not necessarily with traveling, but just like with putting things in front of kids, like of any age, and just throwing them at them and seeing what they like. Mm-hmm. Like it might not be, your family might be hockey players, but your kid might not like hockey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like throw gardening at them, throw coloring, throw art, throw music anything and like see what they like because that's exactly what you said is that that's where you find passion 100 percent. and 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 with that well oh man i don't know who said this quote so and it's not me so i'm not taking credit for it. <laughs> but essentially okay. essentially what this was it f- facilitator educator whoever it was what they're saying was we need to get kids curious about things they can solve in our world Do you see mm. what i'm saying oh yeah them, you get them inspired you get them fired up about that, man, then they don't need motivation. Then they don't need us. It's almost like at that point in time, it's almost like, hey, you old guys, get out the way and let the new school come in. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, because absolutely. They, because then they have the fresh new ideas. They haven't been. And now this is um, Sir Alfred Whitehead, I'm pretty sure. What he said is like kids, kids aren't these empty vessels that need to be filled and stuffed with facts. They don't. They are so creative, so imaginative, and we need to get out of the way and not indoctrinate them into our, you know what I mean? Into our yep. programs, our systems, our routines. No wonder kids from like K to let's just say grade five are always asking why. No wonder. Because to them, probably low key, they can see a better way of doing something or they want to understand like literally the why behind something. And then you have books that are out saying now like start with why. Because when you figure out why, everything else becomes easy. It's kind of mind-blowing when you sit back and you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You peel yeah, the no, layers. for sure. Mm-hmm. So. I definitely like the, the thought of having kids see problems. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And then come to the solution. Because when it comes to then ideas, it's not like, oh, this idea won't, won't, won't work because of whatever old habits, routine, logistical exactly. reasons we all Agreed. have. Exactly. And they can just see it as a pure problem, solution. There's no in-between. 100%. Hundred percent, dude, and yeah. and like the biggest thing for me, and even and and I, I love that you brought up like that you're talking with your significant other about like when you bring kids into the world, and it's like, and it's exactly that. It's like imagine if all of our parents had that narrative. Who could we have become? Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? And and they didn't put their their past unfulfilled dreams, hopes, programming, fear, trauma. You fill in the blank. If they literally just like, hey. Here's a blank canvas. I want you to go and explore, go create, and what problems can you solve that you see? I'm telling you, this world will look different. Mm, I agree with that, and uh, and the same thing like what Omari said. Um, we're like talking about kids because it's like I feel like our generation now that we've we're just we're just so different than our parents, mm-hmm. um, and I just feel like we have so much opportunity to like allow for that. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Just a different way of looking than our parents or even their parents. You know what I mean? And, and I love that you brought that up. And nothing against our parents, right? Like, like nothing against no, our no. parents. No, like, no. They did the best that they knew how in their time, yeah. their worldview, their perspective, their challenges. Yeah. Things are evolving, though. Exactly. Like, amen. Thank you. Mom and dad, grandparents. Thank yep. you for bringing us here. Amen. You know what I mean? Amen. My hands are together in a, in a prayer side. Thank you. <laughs> you know? And at the same time, like, I, like something that I always preach or at least I try to communicate is okay. So now, what? And like this is I'm talking to myself. Like I'm I'm talking to myself as I'm even talking to you guys when I say this. It's like 
standing on my parents' shoulders, what can I see? What can I do? Do you see what I'm saying? Because then that's how I carry on what they've done, if that makes sense. And that's just how I always view things. Like, what am I doing to make sure that I see more, I do more, I'm becoming more, you know? And that when I have babies, my babies are now sitting on my shoulder. You know what I mean? Yeah. And can yep. see more and do more. And they're asking me questions like, how can you even thought of that, dad? I'm like, well, because I didn't have that, <laughs> that experience. <laughs> yeah. You know, the vantage point that you have now is a blessing from so many other people. Yeah. You know, so just, and yeah, that's a rabbit trail. Right? <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting though, right? Because like uh, the problem solving, right? Mm-hmm. And having the vantage point and something that, um, oh man, it was quite a few years ago now. My my cousin, she has two, two boys. And um, I remember like just sort of observing and a situation had happened with them and they were younger at the time and obviously like we age, but um, <laughs> uh, something happened and she, she said, okay, what's the solution? Mm-hmm. Or like what happened? And they explained what happened from each of their sides. And she was like, okay, so what's the solution? Mm-hmm. What should you do? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he said, well, maybe I could do this instead of, you know, reacting the way that I did. And he was like seven maybe at the time he's like 11 now but like you know what i mean he like okay so giving them that option to be like this is what i did but this is what i could have done or should have done even in such a small and so right so i try to like take that into my own like obviously i don't i don't have a kid but like i have nephews and i have friends who have kids or whatever but it's like now i can put that because i learned that because i saw it and i know Mm -hmm. that it works Mm-hmm. And I could put that into my own situations, Preach. which I think is so cool. And then my kids are going to see that and be like, that's a great way to do it. And then they're going to, you know, 100%. the vantage point, vantage right? Point. And it cascades and girl, like, that's exactly like, <laughs> I just love this. Like, 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 this is the thing when we, like, to me, with having a worldview and having parents and like, God bless, what you said, your sister? Uh, my cousin. Your cousin, okay. And just her perspective to be like, hey, what is this solution here? You've just told them indirectly, hey, think this for yourself. Exactly. Critically, like critically think. Yes. And that is the most underpaid and sought off, sought, sought out skill people are looking for. Critical thinking. Can you think for yourself? And if you, and if you can instill that in a child at seven years old, oh my God. Like to me, you've done your job. As, like, as a parent, you've done your job. Well, yeah, because they're going to take that when they're older and they're going to apply it. it. They're going to apply it into every situation, whether it's athletics, school, socially, anything. And I that's why when you said that, I was like, I need to tell the story because that's something that I watched that like impacted me in that way. Beauty. I want to be a parent like that. Right. (laughs) So it's like. It's so important. hundred percent. And this is so good. I love that you're bringing this up because and this is something that I, I posted up before. And I was saying, like, we, uh, I'm going to say us three sitting at the table, we need to heal our own stuff. We do. So we don't pass it on to the next generation. You know what I'm saying? Because this, this is exactly, like, these, like, like, to me, this is what it means to be a king and a queen. Like, this is the things we talk about at King of Hearts and when I get on other men. Because I'm like, if we, and one of my mentors said this, he's like, whatever you don't transform from, you transfer to the next generation by Ooh. default. Ooh. Yes, it's by the default. Yes, man. Do you see what I'm saying? And like, mm-hmm. and that to me, that's scary. Like, the, I'm talking to myself. To me, that's scary. Like, I do not want to pass on to this little one who only has two fears: fear of falling, 
fear of loud noise. Every other fear is picked up. So for me, I do not want to put any of my fears, insecurities, doubts onto this little one. I yep. literally want to be like, hey, scares the shit out of me, son or daughter. Let's go do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you're leading it. And I'm right behind you, baby mm -hmm. girl. Like, let's go. But, yep. but I do not want to be like, oh, is that safe? Oh, no. If that kid is fearless, yo, let's go be fearless together. Let's yes, go I out. love that. Let's do it. <laughs> but it's 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 interesting, too, because it's like that's where trauma gets passed on. Mm -hmm. Right? And so when you're saying that, I'm making like hand gestures because I'm like, yes, that's the one. Because you see it. Mm -hmm. Straight up, you see it. Yeah. And we had talked. Who did we talk? Who did we talk with this about? With... Um... I think it was Janae in episode 14. I think. Who was it? It was maybe even Brittany too, but I think it was Janae. And basically we were talking about how trauma gets. Oh. Anyways, it was, people. Like it was a couple Maddie, people. It was a couple of Maddie, Maddie, Brittany, Janae, um, Kelsey. Yeah. See pretty much everybody, but <laughs> it's, it's interesting because yeah, trauma gets passed down. And it's like, how can you fix yourself yes. to show that, to show, it doesn't have to be like your own kid. It could be like a little sibling that you're, you know, a role model for. It's like, how can I adjust so I'm not like that? 100%. Right? And look, and I'll, even take it, I'll take it a step further. Because I'll even say, once you're consciously aware, right, of your trauma and your healing, I'll, I'll take it a step further and be like, yeah, you do it for your close ones, but I think it's even more important that you do it for people that are watching you that you don't know about. Oof. Because yep. now, because now that, to me, that's impact. Because now you're going to have someone be like, yo, I have no clue who this gal was, but I just saw the way she handled that situation and that lit a fire in me. Mm -hmm. And then years later or something, you catch wind that your seemingly very simple example of like, hey, young man, that's not how we do things. How do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yo, that impacted me. Yo. Yeah. That to me is impact. That to me is like doing king shit. Doing shit when no one's looking. Am I allowed to swear on this thing? I have yeah, yeah. You, are. you can. <laughs> and it's, it's cool though. Saying, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and it's interesting because we get feedback from, from people who are saying like, hey, like this really helped me mm -hmm. to hear someone talk about this because I've experienced this or I am going to be going through this and like it's really cool to hear how they did it. Right? Exactly. Like, on some on some real shit, you guys like it just tells me like we're all connected. We are not that different. Yeah. We are not that different. And the fact that we let like skin color and where you're from and what you believe yep. in and what you eat and blah 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 gets in the way of that, like frustrates me. Cause I'm like, why are we letting these differences, which shouldn't be pulling us apart, if anything, it should be bringing us together. And I'm sure, and I'm not, I'm just gonna say, I'm sure the universe. I'm sure love, I'm sure whatever God you subscribe in is sitting there being like, you guys are so young. <laughs> You're so primitive. Yeah. Like, why would you think that your differences should pull you apart? It should bring you together, mm -hmm. right? The example I always use is like, yo, the rainbow, all the colors are stacked. You always see them. You always see the colors together, don't you? You never see them separate, mm -hmm. right? And we always look at them like, oh, it's so beautiful. No one looks at the rainbows like, oh, separate that. <laughs> yellow the differences you know <laughs> right yeah. it's the same thing when light hits a prism it's white but when it hits a prism you get Roy G. Biv yeah and when you put them all together it's the same way so it's like come on guys like we're not that different 
Anyway, that's my, <laughs> my monologue. <laughs> my monologue. <laughs> to touch again on when we see the vantage point with our, our kids and like, yep. to put them over their shoulder. Yeah. One aspect I always tell myself and uh, when, it, when the time comes to have the kids, like, I want to be able to pass on skills to them. Mm-hmm. Skills to them to where they, they have skills that will help them advance in which this is skilled or like a trade to where they can frame a house or if they can bake, they can um, dance, they can yep. football. Like any kind of, I want them to be skillful. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's something to which um, being skilled in a lot of things has helped me. And mm-hmm. uh, I definitely feel for kids or for youth, you're missing out on that that side of like, oh, things are done for me. Everything's mm-hmm. going to be, um, what's what I'm looking for? It's like given to you, handed to you, give, maybe? Say, give it, maybe it's given to you, handed to you, but the um, blanking on it. Privilege. Privilege. The, um, but I'm definitely blanking on it right now. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. It's, it's where the convenience factor of it being mm-hmm. done for you is there when there's no need for skill development. 100%. And... Granted, with technology and all the great things it brings, mm-hmm. there is that, I guess, with technology, it's like, oh, we're developing this so that we, you don't have to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But X, Y, can, and Z can be a skill that we would have had to have learned and developed to be good in our craft. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, back when I was playing football, we always, there's a coach who said, uh, to master your craft, 10,000 hours. Yeah. And to do that over and over and over again. And take that and transition that now to skill where hey work on your crafts be skillful but then combine that with using that skill to solve solutions or find solutions 100 mm-hmm. that's that's powerful there i love that that's a key i love that you link the two together mm-hmm. well done i love that um and, and, and i do take it a layer deeper and and maybe in your example you just shared you meant it mm-hmm. i want to say it for the viewers if they if they haven't caught on to it and to also teach like emotional intelligence, you know, teach kids how to how to interact with their emotions, teach kids how to have what does it mean to have a conversation with people? You know what I mean? Because something I've been reflecting on is like, and, and I was I said it to my mentor, actually, we were talking about I was telling him how talking with certain men sometimes and ladies, if you're listening, it's only because <laughs> I work with men and <laughs> I got nothing against females it's just in this scenario. So mm-hmm. listen to my heart when I say this. But across the board, and I'm sure Kelsey, maybe you can chime in here. It's just like most people don't know how to don't know how to have genuine conversation. You know what I mean? Listen with compassion and empathy, right? Not let what you're saying get in the way of my worldview and my program, right? Like distill what you're saying and then say it back. And it's like, hey, like this is this is what I heard. Receive it. Is this what you meant? Like that that takes work. That's a skill. And I don't know about you guys. I wasn't taught that K to twelve. No. I wasn't taught that in post-secondary. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So then no wonder, and I'm going to bring it like full circle, like no wonder people have like these very like biased worldviews and perspectives because they don't know how to have communication. They don't know how to have a dialogue and a 100%. conversation with somebody. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. know that, hey, you know what? We can both look at this apple and all you see is red, right? And all I see that is round, right? And if, and, and if that's where we butt heads, to me, differences. At the end of the day, it's still an apple. Can yeah. we at least agree on that? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you see what I'm saying? And we get so caught up and where we're and how we're looking at it that it's like, okay, like let's like my buddy Andy, my business partner, so good at this. Let's look at the bigger picture here, right? Where can we find connection? Where can we agree? How about that? Let's start there. 
Yeah, well, that reminds me of compromise, <laughs> right? Go on, I'm listening. Well, it just reminds me of compromise because if we're butting heads about something that's the same thing, like mm-hmm. let's compromise on it, or like it's why not? Mutual ground, right? Yeah, it's true. Actually, it's interesting. Uh, my ex actually used to say, "You know what's sexy? Compromise." Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> how did you take that? Uh, well, it's not that we weren't compromising. Yeah. It's just like something that you don't think about. Mm-hmm necessarily especially because i find with what you said i find that a lot of people need to be right preach and honestly it it drives me nuts because like science could tell you that they're wrong and there's they they think they're still right Mm -hmm. and it's just it's just not how it is right like you have to be able to listen to to the opinions of others Mm -hmm. and and uh, you know like the differences that you're talking about Mm -hmm. right and be able to be like, okay, maybe I am wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe I am, you know, right a little bit. 100%. You know, so can you, can you compromise that? Can we say like the apple's red and the apple is also round? Which is, it's an apple. Yeah. It's exactly <laughs> what you said. So that's why it reminds me of compromise. Yo, I completely agree with that. And, and like, again, like, what, again, what you've just talked about, what you just walked us through, how many of us are taught that? How many of us, yeah. unless we've had parents that have sat us down and be like, hey, family meeting, let's have a discussion here. Mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying or or even having a partner that is willing to be like hey you know what's attractive <laughs> you know what i mean compromise and low-key and, low and i mean like whatever like, you know, like, like even for me like in, in, in my relationships like it's it, i've learned that nine and and i'll say it, nine times out of ten if she's bringing something up i can admit i, I was probably wrong however tone tact and timing yeah you know what i mean Ooh. how you say it how you address it, how you hundred percent. Oh my god. Like again, if those things aren't taught, just me and my nervous system, if you yell at me, I go into a shell. I'm not yep. gonna talk. Versus if you're like, hey, babe, like this is something that came up. Um can we talk about it? Can we have yep. a bit of a conversation? Yep. Like let's get it all out on the table and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yo, I will sit there and be like, babe, you're absolutely right. My bad. I didn't see that. Thank yes. you. Yes. Okay, I apologize. Now, how do we rectify this so it doesn't happen again? Because I don't want you feeling like you don't feel respected or loved. Like, forgive me. 100%. Absolutely. Who's teaching these things? Nobody. And it's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) Because I'm like that, too. I'm the kind of person, I don't want to go to bed mad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, let's talk about it. And recently, this girl I'm talking to, she was, it wasn't, like, a big deal or anything, but she had brought something up and she said, hey, like, how can we help this? Mm -hmm. Um, yes, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, thank you, that. because I'm not going to respond to you when you're screaming at me. Preach. Right? Like, Preach. and and it's, it's just, it's just, and too many people have an issue with, like, being angry and, like, portraying that. And, like, if you just chill out <laughs> and talk about it, yeah. it might be, you know, a little bit better than you thought. 100%. There was something there... I wrote down because I got my little notepad here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, right I, on I it. I got my little notepad here. Yeah. The three T's you touched on. Yeah, I was, I was like, Ooh. So good. Ooh, <laughs> you, did yeah, you did do that. You did do that. You you might need to let that gold nugget or explain a bit of that because yeah, I got yeah. three T's. Yeah. I'll let you go into them because I think that right there <laughs> might be the first introduction to that whole dialogue we just had. It's so true, though. It's they're so tone, important. Go for it. Tone, tact, and timing. 
Write that down, guys. If you're listening, <laughs> yeah, write that down. Yeah, yeah. That's so write good. That down. Um, you know, so it's, I have to give credit to my parents because I remember growing up, they'd always be like, mom would say there's a right way and a wrong way to say everything, you know? And she would say, you can say whatever you want. Just be like, be, be classy about it is, is what she was saying, you know? And, 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 and as I got older and interact and even like, yo, lawyers do it all the time. They call, they call other lawyers bullshit out all the time. And then they're like, but they're just classy about it. Your honor, I object. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then he's like, oh, that was good. Okay. And he just pretty, he pretty much said, you're, you're, you're an idiot and you're a liar. Like, all, you know what I mean? But, but his tone, tact, and timing, you know? And, and I think, Amari, to, to like, how do I say this? To speak to what, like, why you got excited. Because for, for all of us, for all of us, we all want to be seen. We all want to be heard, right? Absolutely. And, and when you can do that in a way that someone feels loved, someone feels seen, they don't feel attacked, everybody wins, right? And this is like, this is not like Brene Brown, right? you know, and, and, and just her talk about, about being empathetic and having vulnerability and having a conversation, having a dialogue is just when you can implement tact, tone, and timing, doesn't matter the order, by the way, <laughs> um, it's literally, it's that piece you were talking about. It's, it's you realizing, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm not right, right? And again, that takes work. And then in like, and for the, for the people listening, like, th- like this takes mental energy and you have to be aware and you have to be like, like you need to be willing to do an, I call it an audit on your thoughts and how you're feeling because to have tactile and timing is for you to literally be like, okay, how would the other person respond? Or if I was on the receiving end, how would I like to receive this information? Mm-hmm. Like if we all stopped and thought like that, every single time we said something, Again, the world would look different. And it doesn't matter if it's a six-year-old receiving it or our own peer or superior. Do you see what I'm saying? Because in that moment, even with a six-year-old, if you, were to, if you were to go down on one knee with a six-year-old and be like, hey, young man, young lady, that's not how we do things in this house. You know how we do things, right? I'm sure to that child and their nervous system, it would land a lot easier, right? Mm-hmm. And likewise, with someone who's my peer, you know? If I'm like, hey, dude, you know, that, that's not how we do things here at Lulu, you know, am I like... Can I show you how to do it again? Or whatever the case might be. That will land better with you. It's like, dude, what the fuck, man? That's not what we do around you. What is going... Are you stupid? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a saying. I don't, I don't know who said it. I'm throwing out quotes here. And I need to have the quote behind... The quote <laughs> sayer. But what they say is, you want to win the man, not the conversation. Does that make interesting. sense? Interesting. Yep. Yep. You want to win the man, not the conversation. Who cares if you won the conversation if you've lost the man? You want that man or female or, or, or however you subscribe to, like, you know what I mean? To walk away being like, wow, I feel, I feel seen, I felt heard, and strangely, I feel loved. So then guess what? Next time when Unuqua comes around and he's going to say something, that person knows that, hey, like, whatever he may say, I may not like it, but I know at least it's coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. Then it makes giving feedback easier. It makes people listening to you it makes them for their nervous system whether or not they're aware of it or not open mm-hmm. i'm going on the rabbit trail so anyway, I'll, no I'll, but i don't know if i answered what you, you were asking you, you answered it for sure <laughs> answered it for sure and um i definitely feel like that's something which is is huge and that's a good like tangible step mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. becoming better with your conversations and how to audit yourself mm-hmm. and, and with that i want to transition now into you know, what you're doing on the business side. Because you said it before, um, 
King um, King of Hearts. King of Hearts. Yep. And that's not that's an area where in personal personal growth, personal coaching, mm. we've been working on it. And within, um, I've seen, I think I've seen a post on it, post on it before, and a couple of workshops. So, mm. like, definitely tell people about that because I feel like there's a good introduction to which you because winding in that field, mm. what you're doing, and you know the learning process for that. Because I feel like. For personal coaching, mm. there's definitely not like a university degree 101 on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It, yep. it's, it's a different education path mm. to be able to feel ready to teach others. But I'll let you touch on the beginning and you know some of the goals you've, you and your partner have had for that. Yeah, so I mean, with okay, I'll start with King of Hearts, and you guys can probe and ask questions as I go. As I as I go with with King of Hearts, it was it was literally uh, th- four guys at the time getting around once a week. And we were literally just asking the question like, hey man, like how are you doing? And originally one of the boys, one of the co-founders, Sohan, Dr. Sohan Fonseca, one of our business partners, he he got us together for a mastermind to talk like business, like how, how do we bigger, stronger, faster, like you know what I mean, business-wise. And then coming out of that, one of the boys just got vulnerable. He's like, hey man, like I can't talk business, I got something on my heart. And in that moment, he was like, Can I can we can he he was like, Can I share? I'm like, yeah, man, like by all means. And he he just went in. And we were all sat there and we we're like, what, dude? Like, we all four of us had a me too moment. Like, we were like, you struggle with that? No way, bro. Like, I struggle with that. I was like, wait, no, you struggle with that? No way, bro. Like, <laughs> and we were all sat there like, so then why are we walking around in this hyper masculine being like, I got it all together. I know what I'm doing. Look good, feel good. Like, you know what I mean? And it was like, when in reality, we're all, the four of us were sitting there being like, we, we're struggling. So coming out of that, we were like, yo, I think there's something here. And just and just getting guys to have a conversation and just getting getting guys to be okay with being like I don't have it all together, you know? Which 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 is now morphed into the King of Hearts and it and, and us and our mission, our, our our vision is creating a safe space for guys to talk about what does it mean to be a man and now in twenty twenty one, right? And talking about like to us our our pillars which are self awareness, uh, character development, vulnerability and then service rooted on a foundation of love, right? And just, and, and just getting guys woke to that conversation, which has then <laughs> led to myself and Andy, my other business, the same business partner, we also just doing personal coaching, right? And, and, and something that, that we always talk about is like, listen, like, I'm not claiming to have all the answers. Like, and for me, like when I, talk with, when I talk with guys or with females, I'm like, I'm not claiming to have all the answers. And I'm not claiming to be a miracle worker. You know, what I can do is give you perspective. We can have a conversation in the dialogue and then we can figure something out together, you know, which is very similar to how I approach a lot of things in my life. Cause I'm like, I, I don't want to have an answer. Do not put me on a pedestal, you know? And like I said earlier, like I want to help you find your fire. I want to help you find out what you want to solve, create experience. Because then after that, you don't need me, man, or girl, you don't need me, you know? And, and then from there I can, I can just facilitate. So I see if anything, I'm just, I, I view myself as a facilitator, you know, because to me, and this is like, and this is like philosophical existential stuff. Like this is me. I'm not that smart, but it's like, yo, like your soul already knows what it needs. So does your body. You just haven't listened to it frequently enough. So let's get you there. I don't know if I answered your question, but that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's interesting though, because uh, like you said with, with like, it's like men's mental health, yeah. basically, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not talked about. As, as much as it should be, you know? Yeah, 100%. And I think, so it's important that you can sit here and be like, hey, like, 
this is what happens. This is what goes down. This is why I did it or mm -hmm. why I'm doing this. 100%, you know, which is, which feeds into why I'm curious and have a passion around and also curiosity around this work of, of being willing to help men or females, right? Um, just do the work. Because to me, it's all mental. All right, I, I know you being an athlete. I don't know if you're an athlete. However, yeah. we can all relate. When push comes to shove and it's game day, it's mental, right? Mm -hmm. How many times have you run the play? You know it physically. You can do it with your eyes closed, right? Oh, yeah. You know how to catch. You know how to run. You know you know what to do. And, and if you play that team before, you know, yo, number 13, he's mine. I got him. Don't worry. I got him. You know it physically. It's mentally. Are you dialed in? Mentally, are you, are you bringing in whatever emotional, and I say baggage very intentionally, whatever trauma it may be, are you bringing that into your game? Is that affecting you right now? You know, are you, where's your emotional arousal at right now? What's your self-talk like? All these things all feed into your mental health. So it's not like this, to me, it's not this like separate entity that only people that have a mental illness or whatever deal with. No, we are all dealing with it. And to me, no, exactly. Right. And yeah, if, and exactly. if you're not dealing with our mental health, it trickles into your physical well-being, your spiritual well-being, your emotional well-being, your relationships. 100%. Absolutely. So it's not just men. Do you see what I'm saying? No, so, no. I, I, and and, and, and I, I'm not saying that you did say that, but for me, like, that's what I'm realizing. You know, yeah. it, 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 it's for all of us. So, yeah. Yeah. Point, oh, because I was going to say, like, when I, when, I, when I said, I was referring to, like, the fact that you were sitting there with your the four other or the three other guys yep. and you're talking about it and it's like oh crap like i relate to this mm -hmm. because it's not talked about like it'd be tough or like you know what i mean yeah. but you had no idea that you were experiencing the same thing that these three other guys were 100%. right so 100%. that's what i mean by that yeah. i don't mean anything bad about it of course you know, I didn't but it. the the self-talk too like when i so it just brings up memories of of being in college and mm -hmm. like sitting in the dressing room and like for hockey and and being like, okay, like, we need to get our shit together. Like, whatever's going on in your head, leave it. Leave it at home. Like, you cannot bring this in here. Like, we need it. And even, like, our yeah. our captain or whatever, like, okay, like, I got to – you guys, we got to put our stuff away mm -hmm. kind of thing, right? And then our coach, actually, um, we, had the, we had a day where we did a bunch of, like, um, mental stuff where we, like, basically had – she gave us sheets of paper mm -hmm. and we wrote down 10 um, positive affirmations, and it was like, I am tough. I am uh, fast, like all that good stuff. Yep. And it was like, we we stuck them to, well, anything. Like I had one on my shaker. Um, yep. Girls had them like on the top of their stick. Yep. Like anything where you can see it. Like if you have to write it on your skate laces, do it. Do it. Like, you preach. know what I mean? Because it's so important. Preach. It really is. Girl, preach. And like when you're having a tough time, it's like, Remember that. And it's interesting. I had a conversation with our friend Jane the other night, actually. And she was like, I want you to go and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, <laughs> and be like, just tell yourself that I love you and I'm Preach. a fucking boss ass bitch. <laughs> and I, and like, you have to do that sometimes. You have to be like, this is who I am. This is who I'm growing from. And this is what I want. And just, yes, I just fucking Girl. do it. Girl, this is, this is, keep going, keep going. Because, okay, I'm just sorry. I've like gone through a lot of growth this year and not just this year, but specifically this year, 2020. And um, I just like, I'm, I just have touched such a, I'm just different. And I, 
I think that it's so important to like sit and just be like, what can I do to be better and how can I grow and how can I change? And all these things that I've learned in the past from hockey, from school, from friends, from my parents, family, whatever, it's like, how can I put that in the toolbox of being this like person for myself Mm -hmm. and then for my friends and for like the people who care, you know what I mean? Because then I can, you know, if Omari has an issue, he can come to me and be like, hey, man, like, this is what I did. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I know this situation sucks, but, like, trust me, two months you're going to see the, like, all the positive good things from this super shitty thing, you know? Girl, okay. And just, like, sorry, I was just gonna <laughs> say, going to say, like, it's it's one of those things, and I and it, it trickles into everything. Like you said, like, I have my circle of friends, um, and they're able to be like, hey, like, you got this. Mm-hmm. Like, you are not the person you were January of last year. Amen. Preach. Right? Good, like, you are, yeah. <laughs> you are tough. Like, you're killing it. Like, you are so capable. Mm-hmm. And it's nice because, again, the other night, you, Jane, and Maddie all said that you're like, dude, like, <laughs> why are you, like, getting back in this, like, messed up headspace? Like, you're so much better than this. And I was like, boom, okay, I'm out. Okay, I got to stop. Okay, you just, you just Sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry. Do not apologize. This is so good. I was going to mention two things that you said, but now I'm going to hit three things that you said. Okay. Because this is great. Because this is the things, girl, this is literally what I want to bring to the fray. And you hit all three of them really well. One was you looking in the mirror and saying that I fucking love you. You know when people can't do that? Yeah. That's a it's not easy. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I tell people, stand in front of the mirror butt naked and look at yourself and be like, I fucking love you. No jokes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can't do that. It, it's, but it's not easy to to I add know, to that. It's not. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So right? All the power to you. That's well, well done. I, thank you. But well I, done. I, so I don't mean to interrupt you again. But <laughs> right. I'm just saying that, like, in order to do that, too, like, I just feel like so many people, whether you're uh, male or female, whatever, I feel like specifically to what you said, like, body dysmorphia is so real, mm-hmm. so real. Mm-hmm. I I struggled with it. Um, I know people who have also struggled with it who would be like, why Why is that person, you know, struggling with their body? Like, mm-hmm. they're literally so fit. Like, what the fuck? Like, I would give, like, you know, two arms to, to look like that. Yeah, sure. yeah, but, like, it doesn't matter. It's, like, based on your own, like, how you look at yourself, right? Girl, 100%. That's what I'm trying to say. Because saying I fucking love you in the mirror, butt naked, eyeball to eyeball. You know how much work and healing that takes? Everything you just communicated. So those people, the people that are willing to do that, to do the work, which is what, which is why my motto, and I'm sh- I don't know if you heard it, is no days off. You can't mentally take a day off. So, so again, I'm going to say it. All the power to you, girl. Because if you can look at yourself and be like, I fucking love you. That tells me that you're doing the work to make sure that you are whole. Mm-hmm. You're conscious. You're aware. You're woke. You're dealing with your past. You see what I'm saying? That takes yeah. work. You don't just wake up and get like that. So no, you don't. Listening, like it does take work. It does. And there's gonna be days where it fucking sucks, and you cry and you fucking say it. Yeah. I've been there. Mm-hmm. You know. So there's. So that's one. Two. The community that you keep is very important because there's gonna be days where it fucking you you can't muster the, even the thought to say I love you. But if you have someone like Omari who can hold a mirror to you, you can be like, yo, keep up the good work. I see it. You're not fucking crazy. You're going in the right direction. Keep going. Keep your head up. Why are you going backwards? That's not where you should be going. You're going this way. Don't forget, you need people like that. 
that are conscious, that are whole, that are going to tell you what you need to hear. Absolutely, 100%. What you want to hear, that are going to be a gut check, that aren't just there for the good times. 100%. You need that community. And now I have a brain fart about the third thing I was going to tell, I was going to address. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Just take a second. Oh, no. Okay, the self-talk part. The self-talk and writing things out. If you walk into my place, you will see paper and writing and quotes all over the place. In the bathroom, you open a cupboard kitchen door, there's something yep. in there. Because I always say, your input is everything. Your input is literally everything. What are you listening to? Music-wise? Podcast-wise? Yeah, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> what are you reading? Right? And, and, and this is even the things that you're conscious of. What are you unconscious of that your body's picking up on? That your soul is picking up on? Mm-hmm. Like, are you aware of those things? Because if not, and this is something, like, this isn't me. Like, this is like, I can't tell you how many books or my mentor or something. But like, if you're not intentional about what you are consuming, try, you better believe something else is being intentional about consuming you. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It's interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it does. You know what I mean? Yeah. And whether or not you're aware of it and nothing against any of the social media platforms. What do you think they're doing? All the algorithms. What do you think they're doing? Yeah. All the, all the TV we consume, the music that we consume. I'm telling you, if you are not conscious of it, you better believe they are. Yeah. You better believe they are. We've touched on this. You yeah, know? it's crazy. So to your point of writing, th- girl, I wish I had my, my, gym, my, my bag with me because I have a sheet of paper and it is folded over and shitty because I've had it for years. But I have like, you are not your past. Smile, laugh, eat whatever the fuck you want. Like, strive, like, yep. you know what I mean? Like, just stuff to yep. remind me so that when I'm having a shitty day, I can pull that sheet out and be like, okay, like, I remember who I am. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm working on. I'm not fucking crazy. Yeah. No, seriously. It's true. <laughs> and it's crazy because, like, same thing with the house. Like, when I, I lived in a different town um, when I was playing, like, my last year there. But in my room, I had one above my light switch. I had one, like, right on my uh, nightstand. I had one on my shaker, which I carried every one on my water bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's crazy that you talk about like the, the sheet of paper. Cause I was literally thinking about that today. I was like, man, like I really need to sit down and write it on paper and I'm going to stick it in my wallet Boom. because that's what I do. Right. It's or like, it you got it. Yeah. Have anything. It's a screensaver. I have reminders that go off on my phone. Like that's so smart systems. We need mm-hmm. sis. Like I'm look, I'm speaking to myself. Mario, keep your thought. I'm speaking to myself when I say this. <laughs> Because I'm not that good at remembering. I'm not. And I'm not going to try and be like, I have it all together. Because I don't. So therefore, I need, I need systems. I need, I need people that are going to remind yep. me of who I am and where I'm going. I need reminders on my phone. I need the things that I'm consuming to be intentional and purposeful. And for those of you that are listening, I'm going to give you a challenge. Have, figure out three things, whether it's three words or three sentences you can remember that are your go-to. And I'll give you mine. You can't have mine. I know, Mario, you're about to ask me. What am I <laughs> yeah, I saw your is. lips forming. I can see it in you. My, like, my three that are go-to is truth, love, and positivity. We had... You oh, can't take sorry. mine. These are mine. <laughs> Find your own. Find your own. However, those to me are my filters. Those are my pillars. Those are my grounding. And it's simple. So that I know in any moment, like, hey... Am I being truthful? Am I being loved? Am I being positive? After that, doesn't matter what someone thinks of me. Doesn't matter what happens after that. I know I controlled everything in my power to be love, truth, and positivity. Am I what you're going to ask me? <laughs> can you 
We touched on. There's a couple of things we touched okay, on. Okay, good. Bring it. Bring it. With the no days off. Yeah. So I still I want to I want to touch back on that okay. goal setting time we had yep. just last year. Okay. And and bro, I was right now my goals and like oh this is good and I was like yeah like I I, th- I must have mentioned something where it's like it's gonna be a consistent effort. It's gotta go go go. And we were like hey man that's cool like it's my thing like no days off but what are you gonna do to recharge yourself? And. I was Thank just, you. I, I was just like, yes, go go to the rules fall off. But that was something which mm. that conversation with you, I definitely taken into account. Where I now I have Sundays are days where I'm like, I'll have my week, but Sundays I'll sleep in. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll make a nice breakfast. It'll be just time where I don't have to respond to much, and I can structure my days to where I have Sunday free myself. Amen. And and have activities and cutoff points. And Amen. Things that would net not say leech on me, but require my attention. For sure. I For sure. I, I got better at that with that conversation we had. And Beautiful. I know I know you had your one. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll let you mention that. Wait, well, what was my one? Tell me before. It was <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, like a cold drink in the shower. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is good. And you tell me that is okay. Like I need to incorporate that because mm-hmm. burnout is real. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Entrepreneurs and all the big moguls will say, "Oh, oh if you're burnout, you're just not motivated or driven." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, I've learned my body will be like, hey, we haven't slept well in the past 100%. couple of days. Like 100%. off switch now, 100%. and then you just crash." So yep. I've had to adjust and learn and mm-hmm. readapt so that's been something huge and um and then as well i forget the second part you, you touched on that <laughs> uh, i'm blanking on that because there's some good points there okay how about this i'll i'll address the no days off and then it might come back to you okay 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 so this is good i'm glad you brought this up because a lot of a lot of people hear no days off and they're like oh, i can't take a rest and no days off is a men- is is a mentality such that mentally I'm not switching my brain off. I am being intentional and conscious and whole. That's what, that's what no days off means. It's not a physical thing because your body does need rest. Likewise, so does your mind need rest. It's more so just making sure that I, Yanukwa, am being intentional with what I consume in every area of my life as best as I can. And if I trip and fall, I trip and fall. I lick my wounds, I recalibrate, and I go back at it. And with that, yeah, like there needs to be a time of rest and rejuvenation and stillness. I love that because it's in those moments sometimes that that's where you get the breakthrough, <laughs> you know, right? That's where you get the epiphany, mm-hmm. right? There's beauty in that. And so, yeah, like, and this is the other thing, like living in the West, like we do live in such like a go, 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 always on give it a hundred. If it's not a hundred, you know, like burnout, if you're burning out, like that means you're weak. You're not alpha male, like step up your game or more like, you know, like all this shit. And in other parts of the world, it's the fucking opposite. It's like, yo, like chill. Water gets to where it's going. It never rushes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like that. And it, it, and, and it, excuse me, it morphs and it blends and it bends and it moves with whatever's going around. You know what I mean? And if you mm-hmm. have that mentality, like, What's the saying? Oh, I'm going to butcher this so bad. Like nature is never in a rush and yet it always finishes what it needs. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's never 
the seasons happen. Yep. And we know they're going to happen and it's never in a rush, right? So it's like, it's the same thing with us. Like, you guys, like, we can take a step back. And if it's Sunday, yo, phone's going off or it's going on silent, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to make time. I'm, I'm going to make a brekkie, have fun. Tunes are on. No rush. Sit down. Eat with no TV in the stillness. Enjoy that, you know? Then I'm going to meet up with the boys, the intentional boys, right? Gonna get around great conversation, come home, crush a nap. It's only noon. Got the rest of the day ahead of me. Meet up with the significant other, whatever it may be. There's nothing wrong with that. We need that. And I, and if it and if it's, and it's my boy Andy, he'll be like, where's the play? Make sure make make sure we have time for play. We're social beings, right? And play shouldn't be this thing that is forced, right? It's natural. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, and can we come back to that? And Something that, that I'm always asking myself and reminding myself is childlike faith, childlike wonder, right? To, to a five-year-old, right? How is it they can believe in Santa? <laughs> you know? Like, when you think about it, like, this man comes to a chimney, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Delivers presents to everybody, eats cookies and milk, comes around once a year, is allowed to come into my house, unannounced, like, how is <laughs> You know, but to a kid, you're like, I want that. <laughs> that's childlike faith. That's childlike wonder. I like that. Because it reminds me. Oh, you're just making me remind a lot of stuff. But yeah. Are you, you just go, quick. Omar, remember uh, your thing. I, I remember I my thing. Write it down. Kels, okay, go. Okay, just quick. <laughs> to go with that, though, it's like people are like, oh, like, remember when we did this? I remember when we did that. And it's like the, the saying is like the good old days yep. are right now. And it's like, so that's why when it's like, you're doing a lot of work and you're working, you're working, like, like you're, you got to stop and live because mm-hmm. you're going to look back and be like, man, I wish I would have done that. 100%. Like my friends invited me to a, a barbecue. I wish I would have gone instead mm-hmm. of, you know, whatever it is. Right. It's like, don't, you don't want to regret like not doing the awesome things. Like I look at mine and Omari's summer with, with our friends there and it's like, man, like we had so much fun, even just like chilling, like just on the couch, just chilling. Like we had a blast Yo. and I wouldn't trade that for like anything. You know what I mean? Floating so it's like, down, you got to live. Floating down the river. Yeah. Rushing to get you to work. Rushing to get me to work. Oh my God. That was insane. <laughs> but like, I loved every minute of it. Okay. So to speak to that, I think a lot of people live in the past, like all the good old days, because one, you're not excited about your future who you're running with Mm -hmm. because back then right we're we're caught up in that right and there's nothing in our current reality right that is that has that type of excitement because to me in my humble opinion if your best days are behind you that's a slap in the face to your current reality oh yeah what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing like like and to me as a facilitator as, as a coach as your friend i'll be like yo if you're not doing it if you're not pursuing your goals, your hopes, your dreams, who's going to? Yeah, 100% agree. Are, the government, your significant other, your bestie? No, 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 no. Like you are the conscious whole observer. And that, be, and might, that might be far-fetched for some people, but like that's how I think. Like you are conscious, you are whole, you are here on this planet, in this realm, operating at this frequency. Like how are you not taking life by the horns and giving it your all. Yeah. You put on the he- and when you put your head on the pillow, you're like, man, I love who I'm becoming. I love what I'm doing. I love who's running with me. Yes, I love that. Love it. 
I don't know. That's just me, in my humble opinion. Amari? When you touched on you need to have systems, mm-hmm. having the reminders in your phone. Mm. And that's something which this upcoming year, I've applied that to where oh, I will apply because I still have my plan to finish up for the year. But systems, as the one that you touched on, I was like, yeah, that's one thing I'm adding. Where in my phone, I'm having is like a quarterly, monthly, weekly reminders of like, hey, mm. According to our plan, we should be here. 100%. Right? What's our progress? What's happening? And just as a wake-up call, because for ourselves personally, we need, we need those systems. 100%, man. And this is one that I'm, I'm going to... I'll tell you that and see if you, see if you like it or not. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I, this is one where I'm going to be doing, but um, I have all my goals for how I want the year to go. Mm. And I'm going to take a video where it's like, I'm going to have a stand, me, and I'm reading myself my goals to mm-hmm. my future self saying... This is what we're working towards. Yep. And I want to listen to that every every morning. Hey. And dude. that's going to be something which I will tell myself over and over again on the goals. Yep. And as well, um, one of the one of the guys who I follow and the the mentors I, I, I see or um, take knowledge from is Ed Milet. And he, he touched on it where, I guess, not Ed Milet, but one of the... Um, one of the leaders I work for that works, Steve Holbrook, he is mentored by Ed Milet and he mm. touches on how he's doing this and it's like a mind warp into your future self, mm-hmm. you know, 100%. Especially where you're on days where you're like, you're feeling off, but you see that video and you're like, right, how did I feel in that time? Yep. And then you just day by day, constant reminders with the reminders in your phone, the systems. Beautiful. So that's one extra step that this year I'm going to take and... You see, so when you were touching on now, I'm like, yeah, like there's a pattern to keep yourself accountable. Hundred percent, dude. And look, and 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 I'll even not even challenge, just add on it. Underneath all your goals, make sure that you write out why this is important to you. You know what I mean? Like generally, because then you can come back to me like, that's why we're working on it. Because I'm telling you, March, you may not be like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know what I mean? But then you can come back. Oh, that's why we were. We have all of this stacked. Got it. Okay, we're back on track. What is it? I think it's from the book Slight Edge. And the author, have you heard of it? If that's the author. And what he says. the book at my bedside though. You want me to grab it? No, it's all good. It's all good because (laughs) because essentially what I was going to say is, dude, what he says in there is like, when a rocket, don't quote me on this, and I'm so bad at remembering the number. Maybe you might know it when I say it. But when a rocket takes off, for almost 90% of its flight, it's not on course. So, so, So with that, what are the systems that we have to bring us back, right? If a rocket is not on course for 90% of the time. So that tells me when you're pursuing your goals and your dreams, listen, when you're pursuing your goals and your dreams, you may not be on course for 90% of it. However, who is in your life to be like, hey, darling, just so you know, you're a little bit off track here. Come back here. Oh, reminder on my phone. Ah, okay, got it. All oh, the sweet podcasts that I know always puts me in the right mindset. Okay, cool. Right? All these little systems and routines and checks to be like, hey, you veered off to the left a little bit. Come back into the middle. Hey, you veered off to the left, to the right. You know what I mean? Come back. Hey, there's something coming up. Slow down. Hey, yes, we know where we're going, but veer off hard to the right. And then once you've passed this obstacle, we'll come back into alignment. Because to me, at the end of the day, when you hit your target, is anyone going to look back and be like, you weren't on course for 100% of it. <laughs> so the goal doesn't count. <laughs> what? <laughs> and if anything, if it's a great fucking journey... Those are the books that get written about. Those are the movies that we watch. Rocky Balboa, Creed, you know, whatever movie you want to insert, you know, all the, 
Remember the Titans. Like yeah. you know, all these movies Seriously. that we love to watch. Right? Nobody wants to hear about the straight linear path. I wrote down my goal January 1st. And it was straight and simple and narrow. <laughs> and I hit it December, end of the year. That's all, folks. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hear about that. Mm-hmm. We want to hear about how you cried in the shower. You were by yourself. You know, you were slugging out the gym. Everybody doubted you. No one believed in you. You were the underdog. You know, you put in your last two cents. You know, you were eating like KD for months. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and protein milkshakes. And then at the end of it, you were like, yo. And now I'm sitting here, conscious, whole, mature, in love with myself. And I'm hitting, and I'm loving who I'm becoming. That, to me, that's an epic story. That's a story. In my humble opinion. (laughs) (laughs) And to add to that, where it's like the straight arrow, direct line, there was, I saw an Instagram post where I had these two balls. Mm -hmm. One would start, like, would go high to flat, up and back. Mm -hmm. And one would go up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, Mm -hmm. and back. Which one do you guys think was faster? I'm going to go up, down, up, down. (laughs) Just being done with that. One was going what? So one Flat? would go straight like an arrow. Oh, yeah. Okay. And one would go up and down and come back. Well, if you really want to get technical about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give us the physics. Give us the <laughs> if you really want the physics on it. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to... I think I'm just. I think I'm gonna go with the uh, the bumpy one. Both one, you're right. You're both right. Okay, cool. The bumpy one. Physics fast. says it's the bumpy one. Sorry. The <laughs> <laughs> bumpy one uh, would get down and back faster mm. than the straight arrow, or mm. where it would be, go start high, down, up, and back, mm. just smooth sailing. Yeah. While you have ups and downs, as you can imagine, in your goal. But right. what's funny with unique is what was the one thing the bump. Mm. had momentum mm. every time it went up we got faster down and we went faster back okay and that was when i saw that on the post i just had a little pause and i was like yeah a little brain fart huh. <laughs> like, what and like it was it was, it was cool to physically see mm-hmm. how people say hey the ups and down is, is part of life part of business part of parenthood like mm-hmm. you, you don't think like oh like the downs suck like how is this gonna help me out mm-hmm. and you see it roll down into the next one yep the momentum's huge so you know it's been and yeah that's our life and how we we want to hear the story of you know no yeah two cents kd <laughs> ramen yeah. noodles yeah water got turned off 100 it's know. about the journey straight up it is it is we just got to be conscious of that right and not get in our own heads or, or play the victim mentality mm-hmm. um one area Couple areas I want to I keep I want to get into with okay. um, you when you said you had that the your four business partners yeah right they all had that conversation mm. um, and they all got a chance to really open up and and dive into each other's psyche um, so like we're all struggling with something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and it, it's unique to where you get to strip down the mask and skin we always wear mm-hmm. going out into this world fighting the battles hundred percent. Um, the I I heard of it from another uh, podcast where he talked on the getaway. It was similar 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 frame where they all got a chance to go out of the city into the wild mm. and strip down all the masks and skins they had, mm-hmm. and they had a big mastermind mm-hmm. of being able to, to you know 
be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And that's something which, do you feel at some point, is that an area you guys are going to get into? Yeah, 100%. That's one of our goals with the King of Hearts is to definitely have um, a three, four day retreat because it is, it is hard sometimes to be willing to unmask, take off the layers, right? Mm-hmm. When we're sitting here in the city, right? There's something therapeutic about being out in nature, right? There's something therapeutic about breathing in the air, you know, of, of the mountains, right? Like 100%. Th- those of us here in Alberta can relate. How many of us during the summer, forget it, all year round, escape to the mountains? There's something to be said, right? And so um, now, is that the end-all be-all for a man doing the work? No. Is it a tool he can add to the tool belt? Right? Mm-hmm. 100%. Right? And so, um, and again, like to bring it around full circle, like that no days off mentality, it's just like, hey, like, are you consciously willing to be, are you consciously willing to be willing to peel back the layers, to ask yourself like, hey, like, why do I react the way to what? Why do I react the way I react? What from my past is rearing its head right now? You know what I'm like? Those are big questions to be asking. And to get to be seen and heard by other men is powerful. And then to even be gut checked by another man is just as powerful. And nothing against our female counterparts, you know. However, there's just some work that a man has to do, like to figure out his himself out. Right? And other men can handle that. A female doesn't need to handle that. Absolutely. That's that's quite powerful. When when the day comes where you have that retreat, like, <laughs> yeah. let me know. I definitely do want to. You want in? I want in. Okay, sounds good, man. <laughs> I want in, and um, that's definitely something that would be quite powerful. And for myself, the personal growth is an area where I said um, that's actually one area of my goal where I didn't get a chance to check off. And granted, because um, the courses I was going to go take, COVID got in the way. So these like, things happen. Right, <laughs> yeah. These things happen. Just roll it over, mm-hmm. double down yeah. this year, which hopefully pandemic allowing and all the restrictions coming up, mm-hmm. things start to open up because I'll be excited for that um, and everything. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to Sweet. to the King, um, King's Hearts retreat. Here we go, man. We're working on it. We're working on it. Um, before we wrap up here, with yeah. everything you said, you touched on your mentor. Mm. for a bit yeah now you can leave him un- unnamed yeah that's up to your relationship with yeah. him but when did you feel you were ready for a mentor yeah you know it's it's, it's interesting that you say that amari because for me i would say low-key i've always had strong men and females you know whether or not i was aware that they were my mentor or not you know what i mean i i just say teachers right what how, what's it, how does it say when the pupil is ready the teacher will appear mm-hmm. right and there's just been when I look back and reflect, there's been multiple um, situations where I've had strong, healthy teachers, right? And so I would say, dude, since day one of being on planet Earth, you know, now, the minute, not the minute, I would say I was most conscious and aware. I would say when I was 25, 26, you know, when I, when, when it really, when it really just clued into me, like, hey, like, I've always been um, successful or achieved what I needed to achieve. When I've had someone who has a vested interest in, you know, when there's someone who's willing to stick their neck out a little bit, right? And yeah, and and, 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 and I would say everybody needs a mentor or a teacher or I don't want to say a coach, but just someone who doesn't have an emotional tie to you. You see what I'm saying? That 
wants to see you win because that will do wonders for you because in that moment nothing against my mom and dad i love them and there's certain things i can't go to for them mm -hmm. right because what my mom will be like are you sure is that what you need to be doing da, 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 da. and it's like mom i love you however that's not what i need to hear right Absolutely. versus someone that has a vested interest in you that wants to see you win is going to be like yo you know what you are fucking maybe not in that version but it'll be like dude you're playing small right you could be doing better. Have you thought about it from this angle? You know, how, what about this? Are you working on this? Are you conscious of this? Right? They just got a bird's eye view and they're just watching. Right? And so, I don't know if I answered your question, but yeah. That, well, that's, 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 <laughs> that's huge to um, be, that's, that's a good part because along with, I feel like at some point, uh, you, as, especially growing up and especially if you want to be more of like the independent route or, I say I should I should I should say dependent, but at some point in your life, people there's gonna be people who have what you want and mm, you want them to get to that exactly. And I feel like that's when a mentor can kick in. Hundred percent. Have you reached a point now where people are coming to you to mentor them? So it's 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 interesting because it's yes and no. It's more so just around just having conversation and dialogue, like like this, you know, like just just being willing to have a conversation and exchange ideas like that. You could say it's a form of mentorship or coaching or teaching, right? Like these podcasts and what you guys are doing is exactly that, right? And and with that, like I I, I want to add and say like coaching, mentorship can take on many forms, right? Like mm -hmm. thank goodness we have podcasts now that you can tap into the mind of whoever you're interested in, right? And hear their perspective. Fifty years ago, that wasn't a thing, right? Absolutely. And and unless unless you were willing to be like the lone wolf and go and go and grind i'll be like omar like you need to train me and like you know what i mean like that's how things were done back then and or unless you saw potential in me then you would make take time out of your way you know what i mean to then be like yo i see something in you you got something you know like the, the example i was thinking about is like Sidney crosby man he didn't know mario lemieux you know growing up in halifax mm -hmm. but mario lemieux saw something in him and he was the number one prospect at that point in time. he's like yo come to pigsburg you know what i mean Da, 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 da. And now look at Sidney Crosby. Look who he look what he's become. Look what he's accomplished because someone saw potential in him and was like, yo, I see a little fire here. Look at this, I got gasoline. <laughs> you know? And look at and now you can tap into all my resources and connects. That's the beauty around getting around like-minded individuals and the association. Because then they can open up doors that you wouldn't have been able to to even think about. I really like that analogy with the, with the gas. <laughs> yeah, man, that's like, what it's all about. It's huge with the, the fire and I got the gas and I'm pouring it, so you're gonna light it or what? 100%, dude. You know, and I'm like, that's something, like to me, whenever I'm looking to work with someone or coaching or King Hearts or whatever, it's like, I, I, I learned very, I learned at a young age, you don't pour gasoline on wet wood, right? and expect it to burn, right? You put gasoline on something that already has a flame. You put gasoline where there's already a fire. Or, or, or at least someone shows up and is like, hey, I have all this stuff, I'm just not sure how to do it. Boom, I'm willing to work with you. But if you have wet wood, and it's like, well, victim mentality, this is just the cards I was dealt. You know what? For me, and my mental health, and my capacity, my energy, I'll be like, respectfully, I can't help you. Maybe somebody else can. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I will pour gasoline where there's a fire. And then knowing me, I'll be like, yo, dude, Omari, pour your gasoline, man. Omari can help you. He knows football. I don't know football. You know, and then and then and now all of a sudden Omari's like, yo, dude, 
you have to meet my buddy who da 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 da. He can help you. Yo, dude, you pour your gasoline. And now he, do you see what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, this one match, you yeah, know, is now, is now an inferno. Yeah. Right? And so to me, like, it's, it's, it's all about someone's willingness, right? A willingness Absolutely. to light your own fire. Mm-hmm. Literally, again, no days off, man. What are you doing day in and day out when no one's looking? It's big. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I answered your question, bro. Like, you, you, you answered it. You answered it. Right. I definitely like, I feel like the analogy with the gasting in the match. Yeah, that's man. one thing to which, um, that's a great way to personify mentorship. Right? Right. They're helping you build your fire, build your log, and give you the gasoline. The gasoline. And, and that's, that's huge. Right? That's definitely huge. And I think it's not one that touches with... Um, this one will hit more to home with us, um, both being black and everything we're looking up mm-hmm. to. But you know, with Black Panther yep. and with the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. did I said that that hit you hard. <laughs> Come again, sir? Did the passing of Chadwick oh yeah, man, and the Black Panther because I this is one thing to which when I saw when I heard of his um, passing away and everything, I was just like, I was like damn, like, that's that was someone who lit a lot of fires, hundred percent. For our culture, for the Preach. kids growing up, Preach. growing up, and Preach. and I know, and when you were saying you were watching that um, commercial over and over, yeah, yeah. the the Alvarado and the elixir, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, um, the the impact that had, yeah, like I I feel there's there's a relation to Black Panther and and how that form, let's say, um, it it comes to allowing youth or in our case, black used to see mm-hmm. someone in a strong figure and realize, hey, let your match, see the potential, surround yourself with a good team, and 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 all that. So, I don't think that relates to much, but <laughs> it it was something to which I saw the impact a lot, and I feel like when we when we make our Black Panther jokes <laughs> in Wakanda, yeah, and, and the licks and everything, it it you know there's a deep meaning to that. Dude, a hundred percent, and like, and, and I can sit here and tell you full on, dude. Like everything that I do is is with that mentality, dude. Like Black Panther for me, like shifted so much, dude. And I know it was, I know it was just a comic. However, what it symbolized, um, what it, the mindset and the attitude that it uh it portrayed, you know, mm. and the way Chadwick Boseman brought that character to life, he dude. He embodied that and. Yeah, man, he embodied it on screen and off screen, you know. And so for me, it's just, it, it's, dude, it's literally that mentality: no days off, you know. Like you look at, and I'll just say Black Panther. Like you look at Black Panther, and it's just what T'Challa embodies as a as a as a young black man is just like, to me, is truth, love, and positivity, you know. And he was just a class act, and yeah, dude. Like to me, to me, honestly, like it conveys everything that I do. Like truthfully, like it's literally, it's it's a blueprint. It's literally a blueprint. I'm like, okay, cool. This is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And so I I look to that example both from Chadwick Boseman and how he carried himself in multiple in multiple roles, not just Black Panther and Black Panther as a whole outside of just Chadwick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude. To me, it's it's everything. It's literally everything. Yeah. I feel like that holds value, like a lot of value. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 interesting when you sit and reflect because it's like yeah like the superheroes yes they're heroes and again like they can be grounded in our current reality you see what I'm saying like, like it's, to me it's not something that's far fetched it's something that literally like 
I can embody all of the virtues of Black Panther in my day to day. If that makes sense, you know. So, so to me, it's not abstract. Mm-hmm. It's very real, and so it's very yeah. real. And I can only and just seeing how our culture responded and little kids having that positive light to look up to. Mm-hmm. Some the culture definitely needed a pillar setting. So, um, and 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 with that, that's not to take away other black people that are doing other amazing, great things like high fives, butt taps. Thank you, thank you for everything you've done. <laughs> butt taps, you know, like like we're grateful. We appreciate you. We're just highlighting Black Panther and Chadwick because that's something that Amara and I were giggling about. So to our listeners, don't take it the wrong way. Yeah, not. <laughs> we've left out all the other black people that that are killing it. Like, no, we're not saying that. No, no, not at all. <laughs> so no. don't come after us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow, that was fun. <laughs> that was no like i was sitting here and i was like thinking to myself i'm like man i'm so fired up right now <laughs> like i'm Good. so fired up awesome well i thanks for having me like this was fun and um great questions great dialogue hopefully i added some value oh 100 percent. 100 percent. is there anything that's on your mind that you want to touch on bring on or bring light to the people um I guess just in closing with it, with it being January and, and goals and people thinking about resolutions and all of that, like I would just say in closing, like really figure out what those three things are that you can focus on, you know, day in and day out. That's one. Two, figure out what season you are. And what I mean by that is like, I always, this is like, it's, I don't know what to reference, but essentially what I'm saying is just like how a farmer goes through different stages when you're planting. You know, there's a yep. time to till the soil, plant, then there's a time to rest, then there's harvest, and there's another time to rest. Figure out what season you are, you know? And so for the next three months in this quarter, if you're in planting season, put your head down, go to work, if that's what it means. And then after this next three months, then you can come out and be like, okay, I'm going to rest now. Because all the, all the seeds you just planted, you don't lift them all out of the soil and be like, hey, where's the, where's the harvest? You got to let the seeds do their thing, you know? So, so just be mindful of that. And then lastly, make sure that your community, that your family, whether it's blood or not, is conscious, whole, and wants to see you win. Your circle. Mm-hmm. It's your so circle. important. Yeah, exactly. That's huge. Um, and I love you and I want to see you win. Yes. <laughs> where, where, can the, where, where can the people find you? What's the social media, Instagram, Facebook? I uh, know. Is... So I, I would say, so I am on Instagram. Um, it is why j k and then king after it k i n g and then um also king of hearts so the kings of dot hearts i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna link that (laughs) yeah (laughs) drop drop it all in there for the people and uh yeah let's have a conversation let's keep this uh, dialogue going it doesn't stop no it's awesome definitely here we go reach out um i have a quote of the day Oh, Kelsey, with it. Here we I, go. So I saw this one today and I was like, you know what? I need to save this because this is going to be a good quote today and I'm going to use it today. Good. Okay. So it's, it's this. Don't give to get, give to inspire others to give. Mm. So I thought, you know, it fits pretty, pretty well. What, what do you have to say about that? Do you have any input on that? I, I absolutely love that. And it's funny that you, that you even use that the word even inspires in there. Because I have, I have tattooed on my uh, rib cage, inspire, aspire to inspire before you expire. 
Ooh, I like that's that. That's my motto. That's like literally. So yeah, it's that, and then my three words. So Love I hear it. you, girl. Say it again for the people, unless they forgot. Don't give to get. Give to inspire others to give. Yo. Ooh. Ooh. Giving is always a nice feeling. Such a good feeling. Right. I dropped off a gift the other day. I think he just opened it today, and I got a text and. You're like, hey man, that gift was sick. Like, thank you. Yeah. And it was just felt so nice to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And giving way better than receiving. So, giving from a full cup. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we're giving from a full cup. Because mm. if we give from a not full cup, then all of a sudden people are like, then they have resentment, you know, and you don't. So, yeah, give, give from a full cup mm-hmm. and let it be from a place of love, not like scarcity or like, you owe me now. Or like, hey, Kelsey, could I be giving to Amari? <laughs> that giving. nice i'm giving yeah <laughs> watch me give even though i don't actually want to 100 percent. is that really giving then rhetorical question but Ooh, anyway. i like that <laughs> that's a good perspective yeah give from a full cup i feel like you should be excited when you give someone something yeah truly like when i open think about now. open it now no that's literally <laughs> exactly. me when i get someone something i'm like oh man now i have to keep this for like <laughs> A couple days till their birthday or whatever that is yeah. ridiculous mm-hmm. just take it now i'm so excited 100 i love that cool well well that wraps up the first episode of the entire podcast in 2021 <laughs> Ooh, yes you and it was an absolute banger absolute banger i'm right. glad you say that i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you say that as opposed to that was a complete waste of time <laughs> no 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 that was no, awesome no, I, good i definitely know there's gonna be someone out there who's gonna listen to this and Take huge value from it, embody it, and it's going to better themselves for Amen. their year. Yes. Right? We want you guys to come out strong and hard and um, use use your talents. You're perfect just the way you are right now. Amen. Let's continue and to grow. Continue to grow. And, and grow into the future person. And if you, uh, again, like what I say, if you've resonated with something or you have something that you want to say, shoot us a message on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and uh, let's talk about it. Or maybe you want to come on. Maybe you've got some good stuff to say. Let us know. Send us your feedback. Absolutely. And uh, it's Let's always nice. Feedback. With Nice thing now we got the Facebook going. I find Facebook's a nice place to have dialogue. Right? As long as it's all in positive light. So continue mm-hmm. the dialogue there. Give us a like. Go, go follow us on, on Spotify, Apple Music. Give us a, give us a review. Right? Four or five stars. Wherever you feel. Five. Huh? <laughs> Don't even say four. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, you know what? Give us the five stars. <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't no Yelp review. Give us the five stars. <laughs> TripAdvisor. Uh, <laughs> TripAdvisor. Expedia.ca. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, hey, folks. Remember, it's a new year. But still, eat your veggies, drink your water, and cash them big checks. All right? All right, folks. Take care. Catch you Bye. next time. Later. (laughs) (laughs) Nuke was in the middle of some water. (laughs) All right. Bye.